Aloha! Welcome to the Haleo Nakaula podcast. We are based upcountry on the stunning island of Maui. If you have any questions or want to know more about us, you can always check us out at hokmaui.com. We would love to connect with you on social media throughout the week on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Today, our pastor, Daniel Oliveira, conveys our deep desire to return to the Lord and abide in His presence. God jealously desires the Spirit He has made to dwell in us, and the Spirit in us desires to reconnect with Him. His love is the only thing that can satisfy this yearning hunger within us. By faith, we open our hearts to receive and reconnect with the pure love of our Father. Good morning. Bom dia. So we have had already a, a busy weekend, starting with Friday night, Shabbat. I want to, I want somehow that we can receive an impartation of how much God is driven to have a relationship with us. A lot of times we, we, we see in ourselves that need because we know how needy we are, right? And we know that there is something incomplete about our beings without this spirit coming and filling us. And this awesome God coming and, and taking care of us and being a father to us. We need to understand that he is also longing for this. Okay? Hopefully, I'm going to get that across. But we, let's start in the beginning, in Genesis 1.26. and says, Then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. And let them rule over the fish of the sea and over the birds and the, of the sky, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. And God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. And then chapter 2, verse 7, The Lord God formed man of the dust from the ground, and breathed in his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. So this is important. That we understand that God was looking for a relationship. He was looking to have somebody to talk to. You know, and then you can keep reading later that he would come in the evening. He would talk to Adam and Eve. He was in a relationship with them. And somehow, we know how, because of disobedience, that relationship was lost. But to replace that relationship, mankind started to look for things to satisfy that relationship, that lack of that relationship, right? So you start filling your life with idols. You worship idols, you sacrifice to idols, you try to do good, to go back to that relationship. But we know that nothing that we do is enough. 
right? So he had a plan to send his son to die for us, to reconcile us. You know, the only sacrifice that could be made would have to be made by God himself. We could not do anything that would bring us back or buy us back the right to relate to him. Okay? So this is important, that we, we understand that. And that door is open for us to relate to God, to God the Father today. And I want to jump to Psalms 42. And this is, I think, where the reality of where we, we all abide every day. As the deer pants for the water brooks, so my soul pants for thee, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my food day and night. While they say to me all day long, where is your God? So this is the psalmist here saying, there's something in me yearning to go back to that first, original, the creation, the way God intended it to be, that relationship, that we could commune, that we could be together, relating back and forth. Psalms 84. How lovely are thy dwelling places, O Lord of hosts. My soul longed and even yearned for the course of the Lord. My heart and my flesh sing for joy to the living God. The bird also has found a house and the swallow a nest for herself where she may lay her young. Even thine altars, O Lord of hosts, my King and my God, how blessed are those who dwell in thy house. They are ever praising thee. So this is saying we all have this desire to relate, to go back, to abide in his presence. But in James 4, 5, there is this verse that I always go back to, and it says, or do you think that the scripture speaks to no purpose? He jealously desires the spirit which he has made dwell in us. James 4, 5. God, he jealously desires the spirit that he has made to dwell in you. There is, I think, this is what I believe, I think that there is something that in the moment of separation didn't get separated. A little remnant of that spirit remains in us. And it's like a magnet trying to get back together. It makes our life so hard sometimes. Because you, you can try everywhere. You can try everything. 
but you will never be satisfied because that spirit in you is desiring to reconnect with that source of spirit. And that source of spirit wants that part of himself that is still abiding in us. It's not just out of our need because we are humans and we have problems and we have needs and we have sicknesses, we have, you know, bills to pay. Yeah, that's true. We, we need God for all of that. But beyond all of that, there is something in us that is looking for more than bread. There is something in us that's looking for more than things. It is looking for this connection and this relationship. I've been looking for this. And I know that we are all are looking for this. And I think that there is something opening up, and that, that's my faith. There is something opening up of an understanding that the Holy Spirit is bringing to us. And an open door to really understand where we are. When you're looking for something, you can get in trouble. Because you don't really know where to find it. And then you may find a lot of things before you find what you're looking for. And you know what I'm talking about. I mean, you know, I was reading, I don't want to read it because it may sound weird. But read Psalms of Solomon, chapter 5, later. It is like a romantic story. Speaking of this woman and this man looking for each other. And there is a, a desire happening between the two of them. But to me, this is poetic, speaking about our spirit trying to connect with his spirit, and his spirit trying to connect with our spirit. And if you read that whole story, the whole book, you see how it is a description of our lives, that while you're looking for, you get beat up by life. You try a lot of things that don't work, but you know that there is only one thing that will satisfy that deep, yearning, the hunger, that thirst. I want us to understand that. You know, when you, you're trying to catch an animal, you make a track with feed, right? You go and I think that this is how the Lord is always trying to get us to get, get closer to him. He puts you a little something to feed you on this level. And then you go and you get happy and you get satisfied and then you, you run out. And then you have to keep looking. And sometimes you find other stuff doesn't taste that good. But you have to keep looking for that same level of feeding that will satisfy you. And then, but he's always trying to get you closer and closer 
right? That's how we, we do with kids, right? Like when you hide something from them, you go like, cold, no, you're hot. You know, and I, I think that that's the voice of the Holy Spirit. Sometimes you're too cold. You, don't you see that you're looking in the wrong place? And then you have that voice of confirmation of the Holy Spirit. You're getting hot. You're getting hot. You're getting closer now. Keep going. Look in that direction. I think that God is looking for a deeper relationship with us. And the way that he always does that is what fed you yesterday is not going to feed you today. The level that you get satisfied with, you know, like the disciples. They were happy with Jesus Christ in the flesh in their midst. They didn't want him to leave. But he said, I have to go. And when he appeared to them later, after his resurrection, they could not recognize him. They were still looking for him the same level. And a lot of times the sense of a lack of satisfaction that we have in our walk with God is that God wants to meet us on a deeper level, on a higher level. And he's not going to allow that first grade level of intimacy to satisfy you when you are supposed to grow from glory to glory. Line upon line, precept upon precept. You know, and I, I know that this is it's more like a cry. You know, but I, I want us to be crying out. You know, I, I, I look at you and I, I, I know all the pains and hurts. And I, 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 I wish we had answers. But you know what? We don't. There is only one answer. We have to keep pressing in. We have to keep pursuing to know him, to get closer to a relationship with him. Can I read some verses here in 1 John? Chapter 4, verse 7. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is from God, and everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. The one who does not love does not know God, for God is love. I think God is so much love that he could not stand being lonely. And he could not stand being separated. And even when we messed up, he said, I'm going to find a way to bring you back to me. All your religious efforts, all your legalism, all your sacrifices and burnt offerings, none of that will, will work. Because it has to be something that I will do, God's saying. It has to be something that will be 
a sacrifice that nobody else can give, nobody else can make. It will have to be a sacrifice that I will make to bring you back, to buy you back, to pay the debt. But that's why God is love. And I think that this is my crying out. I know we know God as a lot of things. Right? You read about God and you know a lot of stuff. You can get a lot of information. But I want to get to know this God. This God that's love. By this the love of God was manifested in us that God has sent his only begotten Son into the world, so that we might live through him. And this is love. Not that we loved God. We didn't love God at first. Right? A lot of times you're just lost, and you're looking for something, and then you find a little pile of, you know, that trap of love. <laughs> and you taste it, oh, I didn't know what I was looking for. You hear about salvation, you hear about Jesus, you hear about God, you hear about you know, the, a living word that touches your heart. And you go, hmm, I think that this is what I was looking for all along. Not that we loved God, <laughs> but He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has beheld God at any time. If we love one another, God abides in us, and his love is perfected in us. By this we know that we abide in him, and he in us, because he has given us of his spirit, James 4, 5. He has given us a little bit of that, his spirit, but he is jealously desiring that, to be back with that spirit. And we have beheld and bear witness that the Father has sent the Son to be the Savior of the world. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God God abides in him and he in God. And we have come to know and have believed the love which God has for us. God is love. And the one who abides in love abides in God. And God abides in him. That's 1 John 3. See how great a love the Father has bestowed upon us that we should be called children of God, and such we are. For this reason, the world does not know us, because it did not know him. Beloved, now we are children of God, and it has not appeared as yet what we shall be. We know that when he appears, we shall be like him, because we shall see him just as he is. And everyone who has this hope fixed on him purifies himself just as he is pure.
I bless this for us. Lord, we, we need to receive this. We need to open up to receive this. We need to open up to see you. Not as just someone that we need, but someone also that it is needy and looking for this relationship. We could go on and on, right? If Genesis 1 and 2 is right and we were made in the image of God, then we, we are missing some stuff. <laughs> right? Because we look at our mankind and it's like, this is, it cannot be right. This can't be it. But this is what he's saying here. The only way that we can be made in his likeness is when we are standing in his presence again. And when he appears, we shall be like him, because we shall see him just as he is. And there are verses that talk about us being partakers of the divine nature. Us receiving of his own nature. And that nature to me is us receiving this love that determines who we are and opens the door for us to change. And we all look for changes, right? There's always something that you know that could be better, right? But I, I, I think that the answer, the only answer, is us getting into this relationship. You know, and then, how do we do this? It is by faith. It is just simply by faith. You know, it is you hearing that voice of the Holy Spirit within you, bearing witness with your spirit that you are a son of God. And then you go like, yeah, but what about this? This is not right. I have this problem. Well, you can focus on that or you can focus on the witness of the Holy Spirit. Does it make sense? You can focus on that voice of your soul and your spirit longing for this relationship, longing to be deserving to enter this relationship. Or you can write yourself out. <laughs> Say, no, this is never going to work. It's not because we deserve. It's because he paid the price. And we open up. I want us to open up this morning. Lord, we give up trying to change ourselves. We give up. We give up. We, we give up blaming everything and everyone for our problems. We give up blaming ourselves for our problems. The only problem is that we do not abide in his presence. <laughs> The only problem is that we do not open up enough to receive more of his love. That's the only way that we can change. There's only one way to change. It's by being exposed to his presence. That means you drinking in. You know, I was thinking about that, you know, using imagination. Don't just get your feet wet. 
go all the way. We go all the way in this. And Lord, help us. We're going to take communion. I, I refuse to complicate this. I refuse to allow my mind to create blocks and hindrances to receiving what has already been done. We, we would love to make it so hard that, you know, you, you need to suffer some more. <laughs> right? And that you need to pay for your sins. You need to, you know, pay for, you know, the wrong things that came out of your mouth. Or you can just say, you know, Isaiah 53, he bore our grief already. He already paid the price. He doesn't have to pay the price again, and we don't have to pay the price again. We don't need to be under this sadness, grief of separation. All we need to do is really say, Lord, I believe, help me in my unbelief. I believe that this is done, but it is still hard to filter through this my mind. You know, but it's like the love that surpasses knowledge. God's love surpasses our understanding and our knowledge. So that's why it has to be by faith. You know, and, and I don't know about you. I don't think I have enough time to reason this out. You know, I don't have enough time to study the Bible and understand every verse of the scriptures because it doesn't matter if you understand or not. You have to receive the love. It's like 1 Corinthians 13. Even if you have all the knowledge and all the understanding and all the gift of tongues and prophets and you don't have love, you're just making a lot of noise. Does it make sense? I'm tired of making noise. You know, I'm trying to convince myself and trying to convince you. <laughs> I want to be convinced by the Holy Spirit, by faith. Yeah. And I want this to be an impartation that we receive. Yes. Because we open up. Yes. And say, Lord, there is something deep in our hearts crying out to receive this from you. Yes. There is something deep in our hearts crying out to receive a new level of your presence right here in our midst. You know, it doesn't matter if it's the right time or not. We want to go into that promised land and eat of the fruit. Even if it's not time yet to inherit all the promises, we, we can partake of it right now. If we enter in like spies in your presence and we come out with some of the fruit you know, some of the honeycomb that will feed us. And if we do that every day, then it's almost like Enoch, right? Then it's almost like, I, why go back? So much better here. You know, why should I go back to my normal life if I can just keep walking with you and abiding in your presence? And I bless that for us. Amen. Mahalo for listening to this message. If you are led to leave a rating and review, please feel free to do so. May God bless you.